Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. We are back in hour number three of the program here on Thursday. By the way, make sure you stay tuned for South Coast Now, immediately following this program. Chris McCarthy, Marcus Farrow here with you each day to carry you through your mid-morning. And joining them today will be former New Bedford Mayor Scott Lang. Always entertaining when Scott Lang is in with Chris and Marcus. Uh, I think still, you know, I say this all the time. I think he's one of the funniest people that I've ever met in my life. He's very dry with his sense of humor, and that's perfect for me. That's exactly what I like. So even though he's a very serious person, I also think that he is. I'll ne- I, I, I always go back to the day that uh, he was hosting the morning show here. We had a, a week where Phil was out, and we had some guest hosts that were in filling in for him for the week while he was on vacation. And one of them was former Mayor Scott Lang. He came in. I was producing comes in, I don't know, 5.30, whatever, and we're, we're talking and kind of gives me an idea of what he, what he wants to do with the show that day. And then we go live on the air and we open things up and he says, I'm going to start the day like I like to start today like I like to start every day by reading the newspaper and specifically reading the, the comics, the comic strips. And he proceeds to <laughs> narrate what's going on in the peanut strip. You know, he's like, uh, so in the first panel... Snoopy is sitting on top of his doghouse, and <laughs> I just lost it. I just started cracking up because I, I it just was so funny to me. Anyway, but I'm sure they'll talk about a lot of serious topics, but have some fun as well. So you want to tune in for that at 9 a.m. right here following this program. South Coast Now, if you don't hear it every day, you can always catch it on the podcast later on. By the way, tomorrow, Chris and Marcus will be over at the um, Museum of Madeira and Heritage. And they're going to be talking about the upcoming Feast of the Blessed Sacrament. It is uh, become an annual tradition now for us to broadcast from the museum prior to the feast. And they will have a lot to talk about when it comes to some of the new things you can expect this year, including some of those new security measures. The perimeter fencing around the feast grounds, the entry points, the four entry points uh, with metal detectors. So they'll talk more about that and what people can expect, as well as a whole bunch of other uh, great information that you can get ahead of the upcoming 107th Feast of the Blessed Sacrament. 508-996-0500. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. I was dialing the number, and I just heard what you're talking about because that's what I crack up when Scott Lang's on, when he reads the comics to us. I think think it's the funniest thing. I think it is, too, because the first time I heard it, I thought, what is going on? 
Like, why is he talking like that? But then when I realized what he was doing, it was like hysterical. And, you know, he's he's one of the smartest people. He has a wealth of knowledge. And sometimes, like, you, you, you hear him and you're not really sure if he's joking about things. But, like, he's, oh, yeah. he, he's giving you all this great information. Like, wait, what? Are you sure? I love walk, I love the time that I walked around 50s night with him, and he knew everything about all the cars. Really? I just think he's a wealth of information myself and probably one of the smartest, if not the smartest mayor we've had. We've had some good ones, but, um, but I think he stands out, and I appreciate his sense of humor. Would, would, would you want to see him run again? Oh, I'd love it. Well, when he's on later, you'll have to call in and try to encourage him, maybe. Do you think he would entertain it? I'm not sure. I'm sure Chris and Marcus will probably ask. You know, I wish Scott Lang would run run for president. That's what I wish. But um, I wouldn't want that burden on him. Well, well, I mean, if he feels like he's up to the job. My favorite part of his background, though, is um, when he when he first became mayor and I was working for the Standard Times as a sports writer, uh, it kind of came up. Somebody said something about, you know, he used to be a sports agent. Uh, Tim, why don't you reach out and write a story about that? And so I, I called him and I talked to him and I was able to write this story that uh, looked at his time as a sports agent and going head to head with Red Auerbach in negotiations and representing Celtics players and coaches. And it was just it was fascinating to, to learn about that side of things and to get an inside perspective on it. Right. And he's a rare combination of like intelligence and a lot of compassion, mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of humility. Like you don't find that too many times. Like you might find somebody who's really bright but not terribly compassionate or um, someone who doesn't have a good sense of humor but they're you know they're very bright and whatever but he has a lot of things going for him <laughs> so i hope that you're not jealous too i am not no 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 i just i, I hope uh, i just hope that uh, we get at least one comic strip today okay me all, too. Right. all right Bye. thank you for the call have a good day um i think that um Scott Lang would also make a fantastic talk show host. You know, when he's when he's retired from the law and he has free time on his hands, I think he would be a fantastic talk show host if that's something that he's interested in. Although, I think I might be biased in that, having worked with him on, on that show and, and realizing that he has that potential, I think a lot of people would tune in to hear what he has to say about a lot of things, as evidenced by, I bet you if you type in you know, Scott Lang into our WBSM.com search bar, you're going to find a lot of articles where he has offered opinions on things over the course of the Mitchell administration. Whether it be things that Mayor Mitchell has done or that the city has done during his time as mayor, or whether it be the um, national and, and state level things that have gone on. If you remember, he... He was kind of interested in potentially running against Senator Ed Markey before he decided instead to uh, put his support behind uh, Joe Kennedy. But he was he was definitely a lot of people's favorite in that race had he decided to run. I mean, there were many, many people that thought that he should. So he's there's a lot of options on the table for him should he choose to pursue other interests but he's all he's remained someone who is a go-to as as evidenced by his appearance today on south coast now and previous appearances he is someone who is well respected whose opinion is well regarded 
and who can offer a lot of insight onto things. So bottom line, just make sure you tune in today. It should be a really interesting discussion with Scott Lang, Chris, and Marcus. So if you want to have a conversation with me, though, 508-996-0500, that is the number. You can also send app chats via the WBSM app and open line voicemails via the WBSM app. And I got an app chat message from Tammy who said, why did this UAP hearing come about? And it's really a bit of a strange story because you'd like to think that a lot of this came about because our elected officials pushed for it, that the people that we put into Congress to represent us saw something where there was a lot of secrecy going on and took it upon themselves to say, enough is enough. Let's tell the people what we know. And I wish that that was the case, but it all really started with a rock star. Uh, a number of years ago, Tom DeLong, who is the, he's in the band Blink-182. Well, he's recently rejoined Blink-182. He was in it at the beginning, and then he left for a while. He had his own band, Angels and Airwaves. And he has long been somebody who was a believer in UFOs. He had songs about it. And I think it was 2017 that he founded To The Stars Incorporated, which was designed to be an entertainment organization that would look into the UFO question. And that quickly changed when he started bringing certain people on board. He brought on people like Lou Elizondo and others who are at the forefront of UAP research and information. And Lou Elizondo was the one who was running the, the secret government program that was looking into this. So he brought people in that could offer real, serious, legitimate insight into this. And it very quickly changed from being an entertainment company to becoming To The Stars Academy, where it was about serious research into this. And a lot of people laughed it off and said, you know, here's a rock star taking some of his money and indulging his, his fantasy about aliens. But the work that they did made a real difference. And they're actually the ones who, if I remember correctly, I believe they're the ones that got the Tic Tac video. And then Leslie Kane broke the story. Um, I forget who wrote that, whether it's, it's escaping me right now. But they are the ones that broke that story in the New York Times of the Tic Tac UFO. And that's what really set everything off. So we can thank Tom from Blink-182 for the fact that we had somebody sitting in a congressional hearing yesterday talking about the existence of, to, to, to use his terminology, non-human biologics. To essentially bring up the idea of extraterrestrial beings, non-human craft being crashed and retrieved, bodies of those pilots being crashed and retrieved, is now in the congressional record because a rock star said, I'm going to take some of my money and start an organization that looks into UFOs a little bit more seriously. I'll admit, I laughed about it when he first started it. I was like... Tom from Link-182, what's he going to do? This just sounds like, you know, ufology fantasy camp or something. I was very skeptical of it. I thought it was a goof. I don't think it's a goof now. 
but that was that that just shows that you know our elected officials jumped on it when it started to make progress when it was on the front page of the New York Times when there was a whistleblower then they started to jump on it but they were as a whole congress was slow to act on this we had folks in politics for years that were pushing for this Dennis Kucinich was someone who was pushing for for more research into this um the Arizona governor, uh, uh, Bill Richardson, right? Is that who it was? He was pushing for it. John Podesta had been pushing for it for years. In fact, he was part of the impetus of all of this. Is his push for UFO disclosure. So, and, and of course, you have to look at people who have been lobbying for it. And I mean like Washington lobbyists, like Stephen Bassett. He's been pushing for, for 20 years now for UFO disclosure. So I'm not surprised that we are getting to the point that, you know, answer questions have to be answered because there were just too many reasons why those questions had to be answered. Again, you might not believe in the idea of aliens or UFOs, but something is happening and it needs an explanation. And that's what these hearings are designed to try to find out. What are the people not being told? And why are they not being told it? And the answer could be, you know, the military could come forward and say, these are craft that we are designing that we don't want the enemy to know about. So that's it. We're not going to tell you anything more. They could tell that to those senators and end this right now. They don't have to stand in front of the, the American public in a hearing and say it. They can just whisper it into the ear of the, of the senators and the representatives who are leading this charge, and that would end it. The fact that they haven't done that Makes me think it is not that. And then, of course, the larger question becomes, if they are lying to us about this, what else are they lying to us about? But I'm willing to just take it, you know, one one conspiracy at a time, I guess. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in right now, though, we're going to take our first break of this hour. Back in a few moments. Jim. the song Aliens Exist by Blink-182, which, you know, for people who knew about aliens and, and, and the existence of some of these conspiracy theories about them, when that song came out in 1999, they found all the clues in that song 
that showed then that Tom DeLonge knew what he was talking about. He had done the research into this. He references Majestic 12. He makes other references in there. That makes you realize he's he's not just somebody writing a goofy song about aliens existing. He's seriously contemplating it. And now that has led to what happened yesterday. You can directly thank Tom DeLonge for that with his To The Stars Academy. And they were very smart, by the way, with that song when they put it out in 1999. If you look at that album, Enema of the State, what does it have on it? A big, giant, parental advisory language warning. But that was one of the songs that they didn't put a bad word into, which made it very radio-friendly, which got that message out to a lot of people. So it, they, they could have made a song that was far more edgy in some of the language used, but instead it tried to portray the accurate questions that people would have about the existence of aliens and UFOs. And the generation now that believes in this, because if you ask people who are, go out and ask anybody on the street if they believe in aliens, and older folks are going to be less likely to say yes. Millennials and people younger than millennials will be more likely to say yes. And part of it is because songs like a song like that helped them foster that idea to say, well, may, maybe they do exist. Why do we think that they don't? Because they didn't grow up in an era of debunking. They didn't grow up in an era of very limited press coverage of UFO sightings and that when they did happen, they were usually mocking You'd get that last, you know, two minutes of a newscast. And some folks out in the woods saw some lights in the sky tonight. Well, who knows what they were smoking out there, right? <laughs> Everybody knows aliens don't exist. Well, they weren't dealing with that type of coverage anymore. They were watching the X-Files on television and sightings. And they were reading, you know, magazines like Fate Magazine, which I know Fate's been around for a while, but it had a resurgence. And, you're, you know, they're, they're actually, and they're hearing songs like that. So they're thinking to themselves, well, why couldn't this be real? And also, they're the same people that were young and impressionable during the 9-11 crisis. When, yeah, there was a lot of things floating around about questioning what was true and what wasn't. And so that, I mean, the unfortunate side effect is that has also pushed people toward QAnon and some conspiracy theories that aren't true. But it's also opened their eyes to other possibilities as well. So you want to go you want to go back to one genesis point of what happened yesterday in front of a congressional subcommittee you can point to that song Aliens Exist by Blink-182 and the guy who wrote it and sang it and has had that belief ever since and put his money where his mouth was and invested the money and brought together the right people to be able to gather the data to present it to the media who then presented it to the public and then the public sentiment forced our elected officials to do something about it. So again, doesn't matter whether aliens do exist or not. What you have here is a somewhat grassroots movement that led to us finally getting at least some discussion and potential for answers. All right, now it is time to go into the newsroom. Adam Bass has all of your news. 
President Biden is set to announce new government measures today aimed at helping communities deal with extreme heat. White House officials say the new measures will include funding to improve weather protection, grants to help ensure clean drinking water, and protections for workers who are most vulnerable to heat deaths. Authorities say three Marines who were found dead in a car at a North Carolina gas station died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Autopsies were performed Wednesday after the bodies were discovered over the weekend in the town of Hampstead, about an hour from the Marines' military training facility. Former U.S. Marine Trevor Reed is expected to make a full recovery after being wounded while fighting in Ukraine. State Department officials say Reed was not engaged in any activities on behalf of the U.S. government and is now receiving medical care in Germany. In 2019, Reed was arrested in Moscow and was released in a prisoner swap last year. Investigators might know the cause of yesterday's crane fire in Midtown Manhattan that led to the partial collapse of the crane and numerous minor injuries. Scott Pringle reports. Well, there are reports that investigators think a hydraulic fluid leak onto a hot metal plate in the engine compartment sparked this crane fire. This was 45 stories high into the air. Fire officials think then the heat from the fire weakened a steel cable that was holding a 16-ton load of concrete, and then the boom part of the crane collapsed. Meanwhile, numerous parts of the crane remain on 10th Avenue here by 41st Street. The busy area remains closed off to pedestrians and vehicles. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. A history-making launch of the SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket has been scrubbed. The triple-core rocket was scheduled to lift off Wednesday night from Kennedy Space Center, carrying the largest communication satellite ever built. The launch was called off, however, just before a minute before liftoff. SpaceX says the new launch window will be tonight. The Taliban is enforcing a ban on beauty salons in Afghanistan. Michael Kastner reports. A nationwide ban was enforced Tuesday after a one-month deadline expired for owners to close their beauty parlors. The ban puts roughly 12,000 salons run by women out of business and puts about 60,000 Afghan women out of work. The Taliban claims the services the salons were offering are forbidden by Islam. A ministry spokesperson claimed plucking eyebrows and implanting hair were against Islamic law. I'm Michael Kastner. An Arizona teen who went missing nearly four years ago is safe. Officials say Wednesday that 18-year-old Alicia Navarro recently showed up alone to a police station in Montana. Back in 2019, the then 14-year-old girl vanished from her Glendale, Arizona home, sparking a major search. Her disappearance started as a runaway case, and it's likely she will willfully left her home, according to authorities. Navarro, who is not facing any charges, has been reunited with her family. And today is a triple for National Days. Bree Tennis has details. We'll start with telling you today is National Chili Dog Day, a staple in America since the 1910s. You can thank Greek and Macedonian immigrants for the meat sauce. It's also National Creme Brulee Day, French of course, first appeared in 1691. It's custard with brulee sugar on top. And that brings us to our third. It's National Scotch Day, Scotland's gift to the world from the 15th century. It's going to be a good day. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. In sports, the Boston Red Sox swept the Braves after a 5-3 win last night. The Sox will take a break today and then head on the road to face off against the San Francisco Giants tomorrow at 10.15 p.m.
And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. We have a heat advisory that's in effect now through Saturday morning at 8 a.m. For today, we're going to be partly sunny with the winds picking up out of the southwest. We do have a chance of some heavy thunderstorms as we head into the later afternoon hours and into the early evening time. So keep your eyes to the sky. We'll be reaching a high near 85. Overnight tonight, low of 74. And for tomorrow, mostly sunny and humid, high around 90. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 77 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. You are listening to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. In 508-996-0500. Caller, I'll get to you in just one second. But before I get to you, I've got to tell everybody about where they can get a delicious breakfast. Head on down to Just Another Phoenix on Fawns Corn Road in Dartmouth and get yourself a good breakfast, a real breakfast, a full breakfast, not just something, you know, fast food, not just something through the drive through window, although they do have a drive through window there, but you can get things that you wouldn't be able to get through any other drive through window. Real Breakfast. I'm talking omelets. I'm talking pancakes, French toast. I'm talking the works. You don't have to just settle for a muffin, a donut, or whatever they can fit in that little bag and push out the window at you. No, you can get an entire Just Another Phoenix breakfast. And, of course, you can go inside and eat as well. They're a warm, welcoming type of restaurant. Everybody is treated like family. You can sit at one of the tables. You can sit at the counter and talk to the chef as he makes your food. Whatever you want to do, you will have a great experience at Just Another Phoenix because that's what it's about. It's about being like one big family. They want to make sure that you get your day started off with a delicious breakfast, but they also want to make sure it's kind of like when mom used to cook you breakfast, you know, and she took care of you and she made sure your day started right and started off on a good note. That's what they do at Just Another Phoenix. So if you want that in your life, head on over there. They're on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Real easy to get to. Lots of delicious food, great menu items, and very intriguing daily specials. You'll always find something delicious at Just Another Phoenix. All right, let's go back to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hi, Tim. Good, Good morning. morning. How are you doing, Catherine? <laughs> You've made me hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh, uh, I would love to hear from the government about information about uh, different sightings. It'd be nice to know have some information. Um, and I believe it is possible uh, that there are uh, beings, aliens from other places. I do wonder why we haven't been made to find out more. 
if that, you know, I think it's possible. So let's find out. Um, and uh, all right, so I'm going to switch uh, lanes here and announce that uh, we're the petition signing for city council term limits uh, for the question to get on the ballot if people would like to sign the petition to get the question on is two different day, uh, times and places today, uh, 9 to 12 this morning at Shaw's. I mean, stop and shop. 9 to 12 at stop and shop this morning uh, in the South End and 4 to 6 at Shaw's. Okay, so you got a full day today. Yeah, we're splitting it up. Uh, the heat is a bit much, so this should help. And uh, and, I, and are you still seeing them? All, all the signatures coming in a pretty good clip. Yes. Yeah. Well, yesterday was a little bit slow, but if you <clears throat> look online, I mean, we still had a fair number. I think uh, forty-five or fifty. Um, but if you you know look online at you know busy hours for grocery stores, for some reason Wednesday is one of the slowest. It's weird. And is it is it still just you and Paul that are out there, or have you had other people step up and, and take petitions out? Um, well, we're the only ones at the table. Different. Some people have taken uh, some ch- signature sheets and the and the ballot question, but we're the only ones at the table. So there you go. So if you want to meet Catherine, the, <laughs> the the star of these phone calls, you can go out there and you can sign and and you can talk with her. <laughs> people have. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, thanks and. Uh, I'll be listening to the rest of your um, program. All right, and keep keep your eyes to the skies, too. Who knows what's out there? Will do. All right, Thank take you. it easy. You. Bye. And 508-996-0500. You know, I, I joke about eyes to the skies, but I've I've actually had three, three, three significant UFO experiences. And I'm the guy that's telling you I'm not sure that they're aliens. But I've had three different UFO experiences. And let's see, seven, eight years ago, you asked me that question. I would have told you I had none. So these were all recently. So I'm, you know, I'm not a guy that started. I've always looked in the sky my whole life. I've always looked up to see if I could find something anomalous. But I never had something that actually was until, I don't know, I forget exactly what year it was, but it was it was certainly not it was well into my spooky South Coast career. So it's not like it was something that happened right around the time I started doing all this stuff. It took years and years before I had an experience and it wasn't even something I was looking for per se. It was just something that flew by me as I was driving down the highway. Then the and, uh, the other one happened as I was driving on the Cape. And the third one happened when I was just out on my front porch walking out the door at about 9 o'clock on a Saturday night to come out here for Spooky South Coast when I saw something in the sky. A fireball-type object that was moving so fast, it was not a Chinese lantern. The other, the first one was an object that was zipping across the sky at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Faster than anything that we have the capability to fly over the Akushnet River. I was driving down 195, heading back to Wareham from Fall River from a Lizzie Borden house event. And I looked over toward Market Basket and there in the sky was an object that just just went zip, zip, zoom and took off. The one in the middle, the one between those two, that was the really weird one. As I was driving down a hill 
on a back road in Sandwich. What looked like a house. The reflection of a house. I thought it was a reflection from my from my rear view that was kind of reflecting into the windshield. And it looked like the front of a house with a door and a bay window and a light on in the bay window. And as I went down the hill, I expected that the uh, reflection of this house would kind of go up, right? Because as you're going downhill, if the house was behind me reflecting into my windshield, you'd expect as I go down, that image would go up. And then eventually the hill would cover it and I wouldn't see it anymore. But instead, it went down. And when I got to the bottom of the hill, I didn't see anything. There was nothing there. I pulled out of the street. I drove by a little bit of a marsh, and there was a, another car with two people outside looking up at the sky. And I said, what are you doing? And they said, did you see that? And I just kept driving. Because I did see that. I think I said something to them, like in the effect of, oh, yeah, I saw something weird. And then just kept going. I was shaken by what I saw at that time. Was it aliens? I'm not ready to say that. Was it something from another planet? I'm not ready to say that. Was it weird? Absolutely. 508-996-0500. And we have the article up on our Facebook page. Uh, Our digital managing editor, Phil Devitt, shared that article yesterday with some of the recent UFO sightings on the South Coast. So you can go and check that out for yourself and see some of those. Read some of the comments that people had, too, where you can see how quick they try to dismiss it. You know, a, a... a, a commenter said, oh, those are just the drones that they use to go out and look for missing dogs. First of all, I don't know that they have a drone that goes out and looks for missing dogs. I've, I've never heard about that. Secondly, that doesn't explain all of the 40-something sightings that are listed in that story. Maybe one or two. But I try to pick the ones when we put it into that gallery of ones that can't be easily explained. One that prob- ones that probably aren't Starlink or drones, or other satellites, or what have you. 508-996-0500, back in just a few moments. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Morning, Tim. How are you? Uh, Good. How are you? Doing all right. Um, Now, years ago, uh, probably in the the 90s, 80s and 90s, friends of mine, we were going to a concert, and um, we were on, I don't even know what highway it was. We were on the way there, and it was dark out, completely dark, and these bright, bright, bright lights were coming right at us above us or at us, and it was just, we couldn't even see. And I said, did you see that? And everybody said, yes. And, oh, my God. But then we were like, we were underneath it. Mm. And then we just kept, yeah, that was very strange. I mean, do you, it was, uh, do you, do you, do you, we be- didn't even drink yet. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe in the possibility of, of extraterrestrial life, of something from another planet? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I You know, the joke that people make is, why are we looking for intelligent life out there? We haven't even found any here yet. <laughs> but I, I, I think that if there is, if, if there are other civilizations out there, 
it is entirely possible that they have figured out how to get off their world just as we have figured out how to get off of ours. But then I listen to a guy right. like Neil deGrasse Tyson who talks about the the space that would have to be covered in space for that to happen and that we it wouldn't be anything that would be a biological matter that we know of that could survive that type of a, of a distance. Which I know. I don't know. I don't but, um, know. Yeah. That, I, that was really strange, though. I mean, it wasn't a plane. It wouldn't be that we'd, we'd hear it. And, it, you know, it was just lights, mm-hmm. bright, bright, bright lights. And then we ended up just going under it and just we got to the place and uh, we were telling everybody, of course, no one believed us. So uh, <laughs> you, you don't yeah, uh, right. you, you don't have any missing time from that, right? No time that you can't account for. What do you mean missing time? Like, like, um, like you had this, you had this uh, experience at like ten o'clock, and then all of a sudden it was midnight. No, no, it okay, was, okay. It was. I think we were coming back from it. Yeah, we must be coming back because it was around midnight. Yeah. Okay. Because mi- missing like time right? usually indicates people might have actually been taken. So we don't want you to have been oh. taken. <laughs> I just, know. Just to throw another scare into you, you know. I know, really, huh? Whenever yeah, anybody says, down. whenever anybody says, "Wow, look at the time! It really flew by." I'm like, "Did it fly by, or were you abducted by aliens?" <laughs> it's possible. That's a good one. All right, that's well, a good one. Thank you for the call and for sharing. Yeah, bye-bye. Have a good day. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and take part. And um, I did get an app chat message here. And if you want to send in an app chat message, you can do that on the WBSM app. Uh, New Bedford resident says, yes, that was my friend's dog missing in Westport. They used a thermal sensitive drone at night to search for the dog. It's a fairly common service as drones advance in features and capabilities. Good news. After seven days missing, they found the dog yesterday. That is great news. I, I did not know that they use drones to look for missing dogs. So, like I said, I said I hadn't heard about anything like that. So, I'm surprised to find out about that. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, who, and maybe you can tell me, New Bedford resident, is it animal control that operates the drone? Is it a, is it a private resident who offers that service? Uh, is it the police department? Whose drone are they using to be able to find that? Because uh, I just think that that might make a fascinating story to share and to share with people. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Right now, though, I'm going to take my final break of the program for this morning back in just a few moments. And welcome back in. You know, today, tomorrow, we're going to start to heat up. It's going to get really warm in your house. You're going to turn the air conditioning on, and you're going to want to make sure that that cold air stays in your house. You don't want it leaking out drafty windows. You don't want it leaking out holes in your roof. You want to make sure that all that air-conditioned air that you are paying money to condition stays in your home and to do that you want to call precision window and kitchen because they can come they can take a look at those windows they can make sure that they are sealed up that they don't need to be replaced they can take a look at that roof and make sure you don't have holes you don't have any uh, parts of your roof that are fading away or separating out they can make sure that you are locked down tight to keep that cold air in and keep that warm air out and in order to get them to come out and take a look though it's really easy you can give them a call. You can stop by their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue in New Bedford. But the easiest thing to do is just to go onto their website, precisionwindowandkitchen.com. When you go to that website, you can fill out all your information to have them come by and give you a free quote 
on what it would cost to do the job, no matter what job it is that you need them to do. And if they do take the job, if you do have them do it, they'll be able to do it faster and better than anybody because they have all the materials right there in their shop to come on over and get it underway. You don't have to wait for things to come in. You don't have to wait for somebody else to manufacture it. They do it all. So again, give them a, a shout out at precisionwindowandkitchen.com. Let them know that you want them to come on by. They'll be happy to do it and they will make a huge difference in the money that you can save. Your home is an investment. Protect it as much as you can with Precision Window and Kitchen. All right, callers, I'm sorry we're not going to get to you. We are out of time for today, uh, but stay tuned for South Coast Now. Chris and Marcus will be here, and they will have former Mayor Scott Lang here with them. I don't think that he's going to be reading a comic strip today, but maybe. You never know. Uh, but I think you will have uh, a lot of information that comes out of that discussion and some laughs, too, as well. Of course, too, don't forget that they will be broadcasting. Chris and Marcus will be broadcasting tomorrow with South Coast Now from the Museum of Madeiran Heritage, and they'll be talking all about the feast. with our For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.